You're listening to a Roddenberry Podcast. I'm Earl Green, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for August 17th. Let's clear something up right away. On today's show, we're not covering the 1935 serial called The Phantom Empire, which we already covered on February 23rd. No, today's show is about a movie called The Phantom Empire that was released in Japan in 1988, and then in the U.S. on this day in 1989, and somehow took until 2004 to be released in Germany. It wasn't exactly a title distributors were fighting over. Let's explore what those lucky audiences would see, though, if they were fortunate enough to stumble into the right video rental store at the right time in the late summer of 1989. Before the first credit is even seen, we've got a feral, bug-eyed mutant wearing some kind of diamond necklace decapitating an innocent picnicker. The picnic site is near a cave where those treasures await discovery by a group of four explorers joined by their benefactor, a rich society woman. Pretty soon there are more mutant cannibals, a laser-firing robot, spear-wielding cave women, and a hovercraft-riding dominatrix who is their queen. They're all deep down in the world below the surface, which oddly looks just like the other side of the cave and still has sunlight, but... Considering details like that would just get in the way of enjoying what else awaits in the Phantom Empire. The reveal here is that an alien queen, the one in the hovercraft, crash-landed here and needs to fix her ship. And she'll take back one of those explorers with her after using the others to mine for the minerals she needs. Also, there are some dinosaurs because this underground realm hasn't changed in a hundred million years. The whole thing is a pastiche of science fiction, horror, B-grade serials, exploitation films, and some one-liners that fall flatter than a flying saucer with a broken warp drive. The mastermind behind the Phantom Empire was Fred Olin Ray, and what might be said about him is that what his creative output lacks in quality, it certainly makes up in quantity. In a few decades, Ray has, um, directed? over 160 films, produced over 100, and written nearly 80. He's a prodigious purveyor of low-budget films, a more modern and more successful Ed Wood, one might say. What Ray does, though, is find an interesting balance between shoestring schlock and self-aware satire. A movie like The Phantom Empire is full of stereotype characters, barely passable effects, and nonsensical plot elements, but it's clear that everyone knew the kind of movie they were making and embraced it. For science fiction and cult movie fans, there are actually a few things to look out for. Locations are memorable, being the same Bronson Canyon and Vasquez Rocks that you've seen in hundreds of sci-fi and fantasy shows that make up the bulk of the scenes. That futuristic car our alien queen rides around in is actually the prop Land Rover that Dean Jeffries built for the Logan's Run TV series in 1977. The laser-firing robot is indeed the Robbie the Robot prop from Forbidden Planet, although here he has been modified with a different head. For some reason, he's credited as playing himself, though he isn't named, looks different, and is clearly not the same character. And in the cast, journeyman actor Jeffrey Combs certainly elevates the material he's given. Alongside him as the alien queen is the statuesque Sybil Danning. We can certainly confirm that Danning, as ever, has 
presence in this role. No wonder this is the kind of thing that made for memorable late-night cable viewing and many runs to the video store. When you're ready to relive those days of 80s cheese, you can assuredly reach for the Phantom Empire. And if you accidentally fall asleep at some point, don't worry, you won't have missed too much when you wake up and rejoin the action. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for August 17th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment, executive producer Rod Roddenberry. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.